Hop on board. It's time for another trip with the biker to the rabbit. Join us on The Biker and the Rabbi as we explore part four in our series about Joseph and what can be learned from studying his life and challenges. Today, a lesson in true focus. Not the kind of focus that helps sink a winning basket. This is focus that comes deep from within and creates the next step in personal growth you can truly build on. When we begin to know Yosef, we begin to see a road unfold. First, we connected with our inner self and learned more about what drives us to do what we do. Then, we dreamed of attaining our potential, revealing the things that lay dormant within us. Finally, we began to actualize a bit of who we truly are and touched on what we're really capable of. That prepares us for today. Today we need to marshal that strength and focus it, fighting off distractions and temptations. Sure, you found strength, but will it go to waste or allow you to reach the stars? Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't crowd the stage. I've got something amazing for you. This, I gotta see. That's it. Come on, step right up. Right here in the palm of my hand. I have what everybody wants. Huh. What is it? Jeff Bezos' American Express card? <laughs> it's the one thing you need to make your life better, simpler, and will enrich you beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah, his American Express card would do that. <laughs> wow, he's laying it on thick. Oh, hey, biker, you bother me. Are you kidding? I wouldn't miss this for all the potato kugel from my Aunt Fanny's kitchen. This is a secret sauce to a life well-led, used by famous athletes, billionaires, and unusual characters from every walk of life. Hey, the crowd's getting into this. It could be yours for a very affordable sum. Step right up and let me introduce you to Marcus. Huh. Marcus is wearing a big bag over his head. Not his real name, obviously. He wants to remain anonymous. Just last year, he was a loser. Couldn't hold a job, had no friends, couldn't get a date. But just four bottles of this special elixir, and today, he's got it all. Uh-huh. What's in the bottle? Focus, my friend. Instantaneous focus. Uh, how can you drink that swill and suddenly have focus? Go away, biker. You bother me. You can't get focus just like that. It takes study. It takes effort. It takes all the things we've studied up to this point. That's pure nonsense. It comes in this 24-ounce bottle of magic for just $49.95 a bottle, four bottle minimum. Guaranteed to work all your money back. Okay. From who? Uh, still working out the details on that, but uh, we'll get back to you. How about you? Can I put you down for a four-bottle series? Uh, I say no. I say Yosef had the right idea. Hardened by experience and incredible ability to avoid distractions, like you, for example. Watch out, bud. I resemble that remark. Besides, if what you're selling worked so well and brought all that stuff you said it would, how come you haven't used it yourself? Well, I see by my watch it's time to go. You've been a great crowd, everyone. Just head to the website and order. MasterCard, Visa, American Express, all taken. <laughs> wow. It'd be great if focusing from within were that simple. But it's not. And that's why we're talking about it today. Focusing our efforts where they belong 
and steering clear of distraction are vital to our long-term success. And studying Yosef's life story is about the best place to begin. So stop what you're doing. It wouldn't hurt you to listen a little. Welcome back to The Biker and the Rabbi. If we'd use a fraction of our strengths and talents for the right things, we'd be in a better space, wouldn't we, Rabbi Halpern? Oh yes, unlike your friend and his persuasive argument, focus does not come in a bottle. Okay, but it's also not just the result of a formula. I mean, it's not one part connection with your inner self, one part potential, then add the actualization and focus and presto, success. But that's too simple. Okay, but that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> you knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. Eh, is that a biker expression? Mm, uh, not exactly, but uh, sort of. Well, so let's start here. We know Joseph was sold into slavery to Potiphar for his personal amoral pleasure. But Hashem intervenes on Joseph's behalf, and that falls apart. But Potiphar's wife is a whole different story. She had Joseph in her sights. She's working that angle every day. So where does the strength come from that allows Joseph to withstand the daily advances of Potiphar's wife? I have no idea. It comes from within, from a profound sense of why he was put into this world, and it clearly wasn't to commit adultery. You know what? That makes me think about eating. Seriously? Uh Uh-huh. I think about the success of intermittent fasting. But that's all about not eating. Right. So I'm a little confused. But hear me out. If you're just not in the mode of eating cheesecake, tempting as it may be, is avoidable, right? You just got to be willing to say no. Reminds me of all this business management talk about creating a culture of excellence, innovation, or what have you. Once the culture is in place, the rest flows almost by itself. But when we say Yosef's experience and strength is a lesson we can learn, that's different. He set a standard that's difficult to live up to. True, many of us don't have the benefit of his singular focus and ability to minimize distraction. But you can't create diamonds without intense pressure. Well, if there's anyone who understood intense pressure, he was the role model. Potiphar's wife was bringing the pressure daily. And while we hopefully never face that great a challenge, we all have our roadblocks. But the truth is that we're missing the boat. Uh, what boat? If we wait until the challenge hits us in the face, we may lose and lose big. Joseph didn't wait for Potiphar's wife. Long before she came along, he learned to focus on the reality of the moment and its implications on his future. There you go again. Yosef is Yosef. I'm not Yosef. And most people, I think, are very happy to just bumble along the path of life and only wake up when something significant occurs. And then, well, truth is, life can be something of a fire drill. But Joseph was different, and we can emulate him. Even you, I assure you, biker, everyone has something they can't take away from the lessons of this great man. Yes, of course, Rabbi. I'm just saying. It's a struggle to find common ground with Yosef. But let's get back on track. What was unique about this stage of Yosef's life? What prepared him for this challenge? And what does it mean to us now, today? All great questions. So start with Zig Ziglar, who said, It's our attitude, not our aptitude, that determines our altitude. 
Ah, We all have a lens through which we see the world. By tweaking our attitude to be more Joseph-like, we tap into some of his incredible power. Okay, okay, so you're not asking me to become this Superman overnight. Nope, just take a ride through the mountains and think a bit about what a Joseph mindset might look like. Whoa, what's a Joseph mindset? It begins with a belief that you're 100% unique. Oh, I sure hope there's not another me somewhere. You must develop the clarity that you have something important to contribute to the world that only you can provide. So, it's like the apple seed. Huh? Well, all you see is a small, bitter-tasting thingy. But we know that an infinite generation of apple trees lies in that seed. Great analogy. But the apple seed will not produce great results if it's scattered just anywhere. It takes focused effort to plant our seeds in the perfect climate with just the right type of soil and at the right time. Oh, okay. So success is not random chance. Only with focused effort can we marry our potential to its soulmate actualization. Absolutely. So let's first recognize that whatever we have today, our life, assets, circumstances, are only the seeds of our future success. Ha! Got it. Now, step two. Know that it is the present moment where we get to plant our seeds. The now. Today. Then step three. Do not plant just anywhere. Some opportunities that come knocking are to be ignored. Not only will they fail to advance you along the path of success, they will derail you. So wait, wait. How do I find this magically fertile soil to plant my energies? Wait a minute. Are you talking cryptocurrency here? Eh, if that's your thing, maybe. But don't quit the 9 to 5 just yet. The truth is, it's deceptively simple. The place you're looking for must be in front of you, must be relevant today, and must be right for you, meaning it can't be immoral or an obvious mismatch for your talent set. So like we said, success doesn't come in a bottle. Real success is by you becoming the greatest person you can be. No one can sell shortcuts. Ignore the critics, shore up your faith, place one foot in front of the other, and get to work. Okay, okay, but uh, but what happens when despite all the work you've done, failure stares you right in the face? I mean, some challenges are just too much. Well, take a look again at Joseph. Even his defenses weakened. After a while, according to one opinion in the Midrash, he was losing resolve. And so he needed to do something more. He needed to connect his higher self. And that is the next step in our growth. But it's far from easy. Well, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. (laughs) Okay, okay. You want to sum things up? (laughs) Sure. Joseph built himself up into an incredible person. Using the power of action and dreams, he saw the potential and then he got to work and he'd become an incredible person. He was a success story. But what happens when you build success is that temptation comes knocking at the door. And then you need iron resolve. You need to be icy and strong in the face of the temptation and realize that your future success, your continued success is contingent on you sticking to your path and not falling for the temptations that can not only derail you but can really really ruin you and put you back way way lower than you started so stay focused and you'll see the success build on itself and you'll hit one 
goal after another, becoming the great person you have the ability to be. Wow. Inner greatness is in every one of us. And tapping yours starts with a simple belief that you can. Amazing. Thanks for being here today. I'll get your coat. It's time to go. Well, that wraps up another podcast. It's great to have you with us, and we'd like to request two things from you. First, if you like these, please pass them along to friends and anyone you feel might enjoy the content. Second, if you have questions you'd like answered or you just want to learn more, reach out to our recorded line at 303-820-2855. Because of time, we can only choose two or three to read on the air, but Kolel rabbis will be happy to answer any questions these podcasts bring up. As always, a huge thanks to the Denver Kolel for their support and the access to their resources. If you wish to support them in any way, visit their website at denverkolel.org. Kolel, spelled K-O-L-L-E-L. On our next podcast, we'll tackle another aspect in the life of Yosef and how its life lessons really do resonate today and with your life. Please join us. I'm the biker. For Rabbi Halpern, thank you and God bless. Mm-hmm.